Hello and welcome to the Total Clarity Podcast. I'm Mike Varley. And I'm Jesse Hyatt. And we are in week 31 of our marathon year-long trek around New York City. We are. And this week we were in the Greenwood Cemetery. Uh, the Greenwood Cemetery is in Brooklyn. It's in the neighborhood. I think it is technically Greenwood, but it's sort of <laughs> between Park Slope and Sunset Park. And it's just such a beautiful place. It's fairly well known, so maybe some people have been there, or maybe you've at least heard of it. Um, if not, no problem. You can continue watching and you'll see it. <laughs> <laughs> and the way that we did it this week is we walked a big loop that was about 20 miles, and we saved ourselves the last 6.2 or so to wander around the cemetery each day. So we were able to see different paths and different areas and sort of take our time and inspect all the intricacies of this cemetery, which has been really exciting. That's right. And we have a pair of great guests on today. It's the first time we've had two guests on at the same time. And not only are they very entertaining and informative guests, they are also the first guests we've ever had on to be doing a walking project. Yeah, so JP, full name Jessica Polonecki, and Patrick Weaver were so great to join us. And what they're doing is walking every single path of Greenwood Cemetery. In and in fact, fact, they've walked it already. That's right, done, not just doing. <laughs> but they still go and they continue to walk over the paths. And you'll see in what is to follow, they have a map that they outlined in different colors, the different walks, the different sections of the map that they did. And yeah, it was really fun to stroll with them and they were able to tell us a number of different stories and show us some of their favorite areas and i really hope that everyone enjoys walking along with us today yeah totally and one more note before we get right into the footage want to welcome everybody that came over from action kids channel when we did the video with him it was a lot of fun doing it with him and uh, we hope you're liking our content we definitely enjoy interacting with all y'all and uh yeah learning about what you like and uh hopefully providing you guys a great experience yeah and also thanks to action kid for having us on his channel it was a really fun walk that we did with him along some of the old battle of brooklyn sites so if anyone hasn't seen that we can also put a link to that so people can check it out and just one more thing, also a welcome to anyone that found us through the Brooklyn Eagle write-up yeah. that came out this week. I know a number of people have reached out saying that you saw us through that. And yeah, welcome. I hope you enjoy this. Maybe maybe it's the first video you're watching. Yeah, lots of exciting stuff going on in Highly Varlet land. And we're excited to have you all with us. And I guess without further ado, let's jump into the Greenwood Cemetery content. We're kind of going in a roundabout way. Okay. So I wanted to come up here because for like three months, I feel like we came in this entrance over there and it was like, should we go left or right? Because okay. it seemed like we, those were the options, left or right. And then one day we came up here and we were like, oh, we can, this is kind of a path, even though it's not on the map. So then we had a third option. Right. And that was fun. Yeah. yeah. Did it feel like cheating or something to go off the paved path? I feel like it. At first, I was like, are we supposed to be doing this? But we had been off of the paths all over the place, just not here. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it was sort of in our head. I feel like for some people who are coming here, 
for the first time, or at least something I notice with people who seem to be visiting for the first time, they think they can't go on the grass. Yeah. But like, how do all these people visit their relatives without going on the grass? So right. like, of course you can go on the grass. Right. It's interesting. We did a walk a couple, I guess a month and a half or two months ago now, and it was through a bunch of cemeteries in Queens. And I had a very similar feeling of like, when we'd want to cut across uh-huh. being like, Ooh, are, is this, is this okay? Is this disrespectful or, but I think it's fine. It's like bringing some energy and yeah, like you said, how are you supposed to get to the gravesite yeah. without walking to the gravesite? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm no uh, cemetery expert yet, but uh, yet, <laughs> but uh, it is <laughs> uh, from it. what we've been reading a little bit. It is interesting that there was this period of time where cemeteries were, uh, treated with some slight suspicion maybe from people insofar as they wanted to be buried by their church, you know? Mm-hmm. And like the idea of this like distinct district of being buried, there was, there was a period of time where it, it, that wasn't yet in vogue. And then there was a period of time where it was very much in vogue and people would go and visit. And, and now we're in this other phase where uh, your people feel it's hollowed or they don't know what to do, but this was always meant as a, you know, or there was a period of time where it was meant as leisure, you know? Yeah, before Prospect Park opened, this was the main green space in Brooklyn. So people would come hang out here. It was like a social place to come, Yeah. even if you didn't have relatives to visit. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, and it, make, it makes sense. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go through all my facts in the first two minutes, but I think uh, <laughs> it's in 1860, this was the most popular tourist attraction in New York State. Uh, like something like 500,000 people a year would come here. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, they sent an email recently with like the clicker count of how many people have come through, had come through in 2020 and it was like half a million or something. Oh my wow. gosh. Yeah. yeah. And at least half of one of those million is just us. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, let's, let's start walking. All I want right. to ask you about how was it that you guys came up with the idea of doing your project, basically? Well, when we were apartment hunting, we were looking at a few different neighborhoods. We were pretty open to where we, where we would live. Um, and I'd say that when we looked at our apartment here, which is just three blocks from this entrance on uh, 20th Street and Prospect Park West, mm-hmm. um, this was like the main selling point, at least for me. I'd say for both of us having access to like a big green space both prospect park and the cemetery was a huge plus and so when we started coming in um it's it's kind of hard to not accidentally repeat your steps a lot right um and just realizing how many interesting things there were to look at like literally every couple of feet there's something interesting and you know we wanted to see it all yeah and so to avoid you know, accidentally walking on the same paths over and over again, but missing something else. Um, we we got one of the paper maps that they give out. Actually, did you guys get one of those? No, Not we yet. should no. though. Should we go back and get way. one? Uh, okay. If it if it makes sense. All right. Well, let's just go with whatever you, you okay. feel. Okay. You should get one get when you leave, and then the other days you'll have. We have a whole week worth of grabbing it too. Oh, you brought hours with us. That's pretty worn out. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So we started highlighting our roots at the end of each walk. Oh, cool. So to ensure that we covered everything and didn't, didn't wow. miss anything. I like your <laughs> choice of highlighter yeah, color as too. well. I'm actually really fond of 
like these uh, neon colored pencils that were kind of perfect for oh, it. Oh, is that what they are? Yeah. Mostly, yeah. <laughs> is there and any color color coding oh. involved? There here? is not, no. Okay. I wish that we had thought to do that. <laughs> it's sort of like we did yellow first. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. then we did, I think, like green and then purple. And I think the orange was the end. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so now you have, it looks like every path is covered. Is oh, that yeah. true? We've yeah. done the whole thing, yeah. Amazing. We probably, I think we finished in May. We thought it would take us like all of 2020, but then the pandemic happened and we were coming every day. <laughs> and like a Saturday, we could spend like hours here. So that really accelerated the, the process. Yeah. Before the pandemic, this gate was only open on the weekends. Right. So oh, we would really? come like maybe once every two weeks. Okay, because then your other option would be to walk all the way around to where to uh, 25th Fifth Avenue, Street yeah. or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which I guess isn't that far, but also no. not as convenient as yeah being right around the corner. Oh, watch out! There's some goose goose poop. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's actually a lot be. of it. <laughs> That's a callback to another podcast episode we did that. Jesse just mentioned about cemeteries. Uh -huh. We had this forensic genealogist, Mark, come on. He was a great guest. He showed us around uh, Old Calvary Cemetery. And he said that one time he was out there when there was a lot of snow and uh, he ended up stepping in a mountain of goose poop. <laughs> uh, because apparently in the, well, he theorized that when there's uh, snow, the geese huddle together for warmth oh. and they were just pooping in one spot. <laughs> So, um, so back to your, your walks around Greenwood, um, did you document it in any way or was it more of like a leisure activity for yourselves or, or? Well, we document, the map was the main document. Oh, of course. We just and then, <laughs> right. And then sort of within that, we started another project where we were noticing a lot of names on graves that were words. Okay. So we started photographing uh graves that were words mm -hmm. i'm sure we'll notice one any minute now um and at some point with the goal of putting them together as poems cool oh. and so i did a few of those on instagram i saw a couple of those yeah which was kind of fun and i i started a, a google sheet where i was tracking all my i call them green words oh, <laughs> um, and maybe i'll get back to that at some point there's rich yeah but it started, it, the project started to feel a little bit inappropriate with all the death mm. happening. Mm -hmm. So I started to feel a little bit weird a little about it. About yeah. That. Yeah, I could see that. It's definitely very, as opposed to being like an abstract concept, yeah. it kind of has become a lot more real over yeah. the last year. I, I kind of forgot about this now, but when we first started coming here because of the stay-at-home orders. It was a weird thing to be doing when the main thing on everyone's mind was death. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to be spending all our time here felt really strange and uh, maybe too symbolic if you like thought, overthought it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we very much tried to not think about it. Oh, we should look at this. Yeah. What's going on here? Have you done any? Uh Googling on this well, one? Well, there's, there's a very informative placard. Oh, nice. Oh, but I feel do. like you know more than, uh, you know as much as the placard at this point. I feel like I'm going to butcher it. Why don't you, why don't you do it? Um, so this is a statue called Civic Virtue, which 
used to be in front of City Hall. Oh. Uh, and then uh, I feel like maybe around the beginning of the 20th century, people were like, why do we have this statue of a guy kind of like stomping on some ladies <laughs> in front of City Hall? And so they put it in front of Queensborough Hall instead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and then even, even Queens was kind of like, why is this here? <laughs> Um, and so they put it here, and now it's here. <laughs> and who, do you know who this guy is? Um, no. It looks like it's made by a Brooklyn sculptor. Influenced by the second wave of feminism, a succession of Queensborough presidents and other politicians argued that the statue was sexist. <laughs> Civic virtue fell into despair. That's a really great sentence. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, yeah. Was moved to Greenwood and enabled the artwork to be conserve, conserved and paradoxically brought back to life. <laughs> That's something we've encountered a few times and we will probably encounter more before the end of the year is this kind of interesting transit history of many of these statues where they get installed in one place and then for whatever reason, either because they're not appropriate anymore or because the uh, area around it has grown and changed, it gets moved to another spot and uh, depending on how important it is, it either gets well-preserved or not well-preserved, you know? Like there's a couple of statues in front of the Brooklyn Museum that were when, what used to be in front of the Manhattan Bridge. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it's just, it's just wild to think about how, you know, we as humans like feel this need to continually maintain this sort of stuff or not, depending on yeah. how controversial it is. Something yeah. that's unique about this cemetery, I think, um, is how many works of sculpture that are just art are here. I think that's the only one I'm aware of that is like a relocation uh -huh. situation. Um, but like we'll see um, on Battle Hill and um, the other one that you mentioned what was there to say? Oh, the Sophia Call. Yeah, I didn't know how to say it, I, so I made you say it. it I'm sorry. <laughs> it might be Call Up. Okay. It, I think it's Call. <laughs> I think it's Sophie, not Sophia. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh. We're well, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, Sophie. Um, and there are a couple others that are purely um, for art's sake scattered around the cemetery, which I imagine isn't very common to cemeteries in general, but no, I, I, I could totally be wrong. I wouldn't think so on first thought, but I also, I do feel like there is this like age-old connection between religion and art, hmm. and cemeteries have obviously a connection to religion, or at least the thought of like spirituality or afterlife. This is one yeah. of the big trees that came down, right? Oh, yeah, you're right. This was a huge, huge tree. Oh, really? Huh. There was a... Kind of the bare part. spot right there behind the... Where that... The archway. Ground is kind of dug up a little. Yeah. yeah. 
Interesting. What, was it during a storm? Yeah, I when can't even remember when that was in the anymore. Fall. Yeah, okay. I guess so. Oh, um, there was that massive storm that like took down trees all over. Yeah. In Queens and stuff. Too. I can't Maybe remember how that. many, but the cemetery lost a lot of trees. It was wow. kind of funny to come here. I mean, not funny, but come here after that happened and be like, all the trees were down. You could see them. And it was like, so sad, we lost all these trees. And then I'm like, oh wait, I'm surrounded by dead people. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm standing here being really sad about a tree, but it's, yeah. it's very sad still. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it's also like the tree is the signifier of like new life mm -hmm. that's sprouting out from the people that have died. And like, yeah. it's almost like it's their tree and it's like yeah. their way of like still being around. Yeah. So it does kind of, yeah, it's a fresh, death yeah too yeah our friend eliza came on an event here a long time ago or a few years ago uh -huh. that was um apple cider making oh fun because i guess there are apple trees here though i i don't feel like we've ever seen them yeah i'm not sure um and she pointed out how interesting it was to be consuming apples um that are sort of fertilized with the soil that is full of human remains yeah it's pretty strange the full circle of life yeah there are some um not beehives what do you call them bee the boxes oh, the boxes um yeah i don't know what those are called honey boxes bee colony bee, bee colonies bee colonies there there's a few of them in the cemetery um, and they have a, bee, a resident beekeeper. Oh, cool. And they make honey. And I think you can sign up to, for like a membership to annually get the honey that's produced here. That sounds so cool. Yeah. That, yeah, this, it does seem like this cemetery really is involved in community building. Yeah. This year they started an artist in residency program. Cool. Yeah, and I think um, the person started the residency just a few months ago. Do you know who it is or what? I read about her and she sounds really cool, but I can't remember her name. Okay. <laughs> but an, there was an article in the New York Times about her. Whew. What a nice place to do a residency. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about how interesting it is to have art in cemeteries too. and. In some ways, like all of these gravestones are yeah. sculptures as well. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of repeated imagery, some of which is the meaning is obvious and others not aren't so obvious. What is uh, what's something that's not quite so obvious? Well, we just passed this one. Do you want to take a step back? Yeah, sure. And maybe to anyone with uh, whew, like a Christian background, this is obvious, but mm. this like checkerboard floor is I've seen a lot. Wow. It almost looks like vaporwave <laughs> style yeah. like <laughs> Yeah. That's Do you know what that checkerboards mean? 
I don't know what the checkerboards mean. I, I do wonder if there are just uh, gravestone master makers <laughs> that put out patterns and then yeah. people are like, I like that. I saw my aunt had that. Mm. And then it just becomes popularized. I don't know. I mean, it could also very easily have significance. I'm not sure. Yeah. Looking at it now, it seems like maybe that's supposed to be the gates of heaven. Oh. And maybe the checkerboard kind of helps with the like perspective of like that's in the distance. Oh, oh yeah. And Good it's point. like go down this this like cobblestone path or yeah. something. And there you'll find the cross. Yeah, that might be. I like the way it looks just as like an aesthetic thing too with the graphic sort of blockiness and then the flowers. Yeah, the flowers, it's interesting, the, geo the geometric pattern together with the flowers. Yeah. Cool. All right. Do they have, uh, in a lot of the graveyard, or a lot of the graveyards in Queens we saw, there are those uh, high fidelity laser engraved faces. Oh yeah. Do they have those here? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because the, you'll see a grave from like 1879 and then two feet away, you'll see a grave from 2016. Right. Oh wow. And they don't really separate them out all that much. Oh my gosh. I wonder how that, yeah, I wonder how the plots are decided. I'm sure there's a system, but it really seems like there is not. <laughs> there's two maps. Uh-huh. When you go to map at the one of the gates, this map is the like visitors map. Uh-huh. And there's another map for people who are looking to bury people and it oh. shows you the areas where you can still where you can bury people now. Oh, interesting. I would be interested in seeing that. You mm -hmm. should get one of each of them. Yeah. This is not the highest point, but I kind of think that it is. Okay. Because the highest point is over there, and it seems like we're higher than that. Where that <laughs> tall sort of obelisk structure is? A or? little bit to the left. Oh, okay. But yeah. We do seem high. I'm yeah. no hideologist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel like this was a place that I like to come a lot in, like, the late summer because... I had left my job uh, and it was kind of like, I wonder if I'll ever go over there again. <laughs> to the city. Yeah. <laughs> and your, can we see your office building? I feel like we've figured it out, but it's been so long that I don't even remember what my building looks like. I, so <laughs> the, the one, you can see One World Trade Center yeah. and then there's like a green roof that's right. below that. I believe that that's the Woolworth building. Oh, right. And I'm right okay. across from the Woolworth building. Yeah. So I might be that kind of nondescript tall one, or I, maybe I'm right next to it. Yeah. One of the, t I don't remember which direction from the Woolworth building you are. I think you're up. I think you're the one to I'm the right south. of the Woolworth. Oh, okay. I'm maybe. just south of it. So that tall one, like to the left, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Although I think my office window looks into that building. So I think I'm a smaller building next to that one that mm. we maybe either can't see or can barely see. Oh, okay. Yeah. This was also really eerie at the beginning of the pandemic, just like seeing Manhattan. Yeah. I mean, I we haven't been to Manhattan. <laughs> I went once. Oh yeah, you did. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just that they're all empty. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It is bizarre, and it's strange how, like, it feels also kind of very far away. Uh-huh. 
but it's also so close. <laughs> yeah, like we used to hop over there. <laughs> yeah. In a half hour. And it used every to be day. like the main reason for living <laughs> yeah. anywhere in this area, right? And yeah. now it's like this is probably yeah. the main reason. <laughs> yeah. You can also see the BQE over here, which oh, yeah. is always just a funny like, wow, look at all those cars. And then the Statue of Liberty over here. Oh, there she is. Yeah, this is a really great view. This, I guess, so since we were last week walking the Battle of Brooklyn route, I guess there was a battle that happened up here too. Oh yeah. That's was... right. On the 27th uh, there of August, 1776, the uh, forces lined up here, uh, General Sterling's forces, I believe. Uh, there were 12, no, maybe it was Grant, actually. I'm not sure. Yeah, refer to last week's video for the explicit, <laughs> explicit details. But anyway. They, I think there's a placard, so we can double yeah, check. Yeah, they, they formed a line down uh, like 20th and 23rd streets that went all the way to the water. And uh, these, uh, this area was actually all kind of like a, a feint. The British were attacking here, but they really weren't. They were sending 16,000 troops around and uh, basically getting ready to crush them. But yeah, it, this was known as Wyckoff Hill previously. And then it, once the battle happened, it became known as Battle Hill henceforth. But it's interesting to me to think like, like a, a few of the other places where we visited last week that were high up, like sort of situated to see well during the battle. The view is so obscured now because of all the buildings. And this is still a great view. Like I could imagine if there was a British ship out there shooting cannonballs at us, like we'd actually be able to see it yeah. still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would be pretty epic. They had, uh, yeah, the, the ships that they had out there, the colonists was like, it was like all of London was floating out in the water. Wow. Like, yeah. But anyway, there's, yeah, there's a statue of Minerva over there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I heard she's in a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Really? I'm not sure. That's what I heard. <laughs> Who is Minerva? It's the goddess of wisdom, I believe. Uh, I think Roman, not okay. Greek. Have you, either of you, come to any of the events that have happened here? Um, yeah. I guess probably, maybe there's been, a, I don't know if they've even done things during COVID, but. Yeah, um, well, actually, the first time I ever came here was in probably like 2008 or nine. They used to do a annual uh, performance here called angels and accordions okay that was modern dancers dressed in like drapey white outfits so uh -huh. kind of angel-like um and accordion players wow. and you would just sort of walk around the cemetery listening for music and finding oh let's look at that one it's really nice patrick um listening and finding these mini performances where you'd come across like a cluster of like three or four modern dancers 
like on top of graves, like all over the place, and accordion players. That sounds really magical. Yeah, and they stopped doing it, um, I think, because it got too crowded. Oh, wow. But it was a free event, and it was amazing. That's I don't know anything so cool. about this, but it's gorgeous. Wow, this is so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, we're near Leonard Bernstein, aren't we? Yeah. Spencer Trask? Trask. Spencer Trask. Um, and then over the summer, yeah. we came to a, a chamber music performance here. Is I think the Harlem Chamber. Fucking Harlem Chamber Group. Something like Something that. Something like that. Wow. That was the, the only live music we've seen. Was it all out, outdoors somewhere? Yeah, 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 it was on a hill. It was really nice. They, they set up like markings so that people would sit six feet apart. Right. And that, that was really so nice. nice. And last summer we saw an art exhibit um, of paintings and sculptures inside one of the catacombs. Oh, wow. It was really nice. And it was only lit naturally through like the little windows in the ceiling. So it was like really dark. Um, but then, like, in these little pockets of light, they'd, they'd put a painting. That sounds so nice. Yeah, and the paintings were made with, um, they were very realistic, and they used gold leaf, so they were really reflective. Wow. That was pretty nice. So here we got Leonard Bernstein. Bernstein or Bernstein? I don't know. I'm thinking of the R.E.M. song. Oh, <laughs> and he, he says, says Bernstein, Bernstein but I, <laughs> what does he know? With the Bernstein bears yeah. is what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> it could go either way. Um, I don't think I know who that is. He's a composer. Okay. For the first few months that we were coming here, every time we'd walk by it, in my head, I was thinking Leonard Cohen. <laughs> and at some point I was like, oh, wait, Ron Leonard. <laughs> Both... Okay. Jews in music, uh -huh. um, but I don't know much else other than he was a composer. Do you, either of you guys? Um, he's famous for musicals. I'm blanking on which ones. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure there are a lot of people on the internet that are yelling at us right now. <laughs> am, he is very famous for musicals. That's my recollection. You'll have to Google it and, and then we'll let people Please forgive know. us, internet, yeah. or well, inform us. You can us. let us know. <laughs> Wait, I want to see the statue before we go this way. I think this oh. is... Oh, there's Minerva. Oh, yeah. there she is. It does look like maybe she's waving to the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was the intention. Wow. And I think she is also made of, is it copper? I think so. Or is it, it bronze? Green. Yeah. So you can see it's kind of green underneath. Oh, yeah. And then I think I read that they painted it black oh, because oh, yeah. the green, even though it now feels so like classic New York, like the Statue of Liberty, it's not what's supposed to happen. So oh. it's kind of a, like in a state of disrepair if it turns green. Oh. So painting it black was a way to like hide that they weren't uh, like properly upkeeping the right. statue. Um, that's funny. But it feels but obvious now that it would be so much nicer. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like um, 
like your walls at home get dirty so instead of like cleaning them you just like wallpaper over yeah. or something yeah <laughs> i mean maybe there's like a protective element to the paint oh but, i hope so yeah but i guess the statue of liberty seems to be doing fine she and she's okay she's green <laughs> yeah i didn't realize i thought that was just the natural part of it i didn't realize that meant that there was that you weren't keeping up with it i think so i think you could polish it oh. and get it back to Oh, yeah, because I guess you're, like, allowing it to oxidize or something. Yeah, yeah. At my aunt's house when I was little, she had this box of crayons. That was, like, an ancient box of Crayola crayons from when her kids were little. Uh Uh-huh. So it was probably from, like, the the 70s. And there was a copper-colored crayon that would oxidize and get this film of green on the outside. Whoa. And I thought about this for years. I would, like, ask my cousins, do you remember? Like, they must have put real copper in that crayon. And like two years ago, I was at her house and I found the crayon and I took it because no one, <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. one is using it. Yeah. Do, it. do you still have it? I do. Yeah. It, nice. I can send still... you a photo. Yeah. Later. yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see. Yeah, that's yeah. fascinating. That's cool. Yeah. I guess they must have put real copper yeah. in it. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> huh. There's um, some dyes that I use. I get a specific type that is like low um, toxicity, like low chemical, low, low toxicity. And there's just one color that they can't do that way that they have to put heavy metal in and it's turquoise oh interesting and i think there is some i don't remember i would want to say there is some copper in there uh-huh. which is like weird because it goes into water and i wonder if part of that is what makes it that green that's, color yeah that sounds know? like like it might be the case that's yeah. really cool yeah there's a grave over there that says Onderdonk on it. Yeah. Um, which is the name of a street near our old house. Mm-hmm. And there are so many graves where it's just like, oh, that's a street or that's a subway stop. <laughs> right. Um, and, but the grave isn't anything special. No. Um, but I'm just constantly wondering, like, oh, is that the Skirmahorn of Hoyt Skirmahorn? Right. right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I noticed that the more we've been walking around and learning history and all this, um, I'm also noticing, like, words that like street names especially that I'm just like I don't know what that is it, like, <laughs> yeah. it shows up and I'm like oh maybe yeah. that person <laughs> is why yeah um I do think that there was an underdog involved in the revolutionary war in some capacity hmm. should we go look at this Patrick yeah I'm trying oh, yeah. to find the highest point thing I don't know where it is though it's oh, somewhere over here, over here okay we can okay. circle back we'll be back but I don't like I don't see it <laughs> this looks new Right? Oh, yeah. I've never oh, wow. noticed this. Oh, and there's dog Four prints. Dog yeah. Interesting. A fun fact about the cemetery. Yeah. Is that um, early in its uh, operating as a cemetery, they did allow for the burial of pets. Oh. Um, but very quickly, there was like an uproar from the Catholics or Christians that were like, you can't have animals buried where we're burying our beloved people. Huh. Um, and so they stopped, but there are three or four um, dogs that I marked on the map that we gave you. Oh. Because when you find them, there's a statue of a dog, you know it's there. Aww. Oh, wow. But That's we learned, so nice. yeah, we learned this fun fact um, at a rooftop film festival screening we came to here last summer of the Errol Morris film Gates of Heaven, which is about the conception of pet cemeteries in America. Oh. Oh, wow. So it was like the perfect 
fun fact for the event. Oh, yeah. that's so interesting. Yeah. yeah. But I'm really curious about that. Like, maybe this is a dog maybe lover. Do- I think it's a dog lover because I think these dates are all like Too these long. people all live way longer than yeah than your average dog. Your average dog. <laughs> this is also interesting to me that this one has no death date, David Ferguson, which makes me think that he is probably still alive and just like got yeah. a head start. Yeah. On. Yeah, that's not uncommon from what we've observed when we've been cemeteries previously. People reserving, like what I was talking about, that high fidelity laser engraving. They'll have like both husband and wife, but one of them's not dead yet. And they'll yeah. just have it like covered with paper or something for yeah. like when the eventual day comes. We've seen this that a few times where the birth date of the spouse or child is so long ago that they're definitely not alive anymore. Yeah. Oh. But there's no death date. And so I assume like maybe they married someone or yeah. moved oh, wow. somewhere really far away or who knows. And but got buried somewhere they, else, Yeah, they didn't but, end up here, yeah. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, this design is really interesting because it's, I feel like I haven't seen anything like this here. The yeah. only thing that I've seen like this is the Tiffany grave is kind of like this. I oh. guess, but it's not quite as modern. No, this one's more matte. Yeah. And has yeah. more rounded corners. This also, feels these like square benches. Yeah. Like yeah. This feels like an blocks. Ikea set. It does. <laughs> it does. Yeah. So this has to be a Revolutionary War monument. Or maybe it's a Civil War monument, actually. Oh, look, these are the same people. Oh. Or the same names, at least. The same last name. Oh, yeah. Oh, I guess it's like, because the last name is on this side, too. I guess maybe they have this whole mm. area. Yeah. Yeah. In the spring and summer, this like whole circle uh-huh. is really lush oh, wow. with plants, um, and they attract a ton of caterpillars and butterflies and moths. Oh, cool! And bumblebees. Yeah. <laughs> and dragonflies too. Oh wow! Yeah. That sounds nice. It is. Bringing more life too. Yeah. The cemetery is really active in there. Uh, environmental work and there are a lot of research projects going on here Um, like uh, there's some project where they're testing out like uh, like how much can they let the grass grow without mowing it oh Um, and so there are areas where you'll see like really high grass and a sign that says like why is the grass so tall here (laughs) that's so interesting yeah yeah it's uh, I really appreciate how like open and accessible and sort of forward thinking if that's the right way to say it yeah i think so yeah there there's at least one kind of tree in the cemetery that's completely extinct outside of the cemetery no way yeah do you remember what it is or where it is it's on it's one of these that's listed in the map but i don't remember like completely extinct in the whole world? One of the celebrated At trees. At least America. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Extinct in the wild since the early 1800s, specimens today grown today are descendants of seeds that were collected by John Bartram and his son William in 1765, Georgia. He named the species after his father's friend, Benjamin Franklin. Oh my gosh. So what, was it, what was it called, the tree? Oh, I never read that. Oh. It's called the Franklin tree. Oh, the Franklin tree. <laughs> it's number 18 on here, so wherever that is. And the map has a, a list of notable trees, which is really great. Uh-huh. 
Which also is probably like when that big tree fell, that makes it even it's more sad because yeah. it is something that like is clearly appreciated. Yeah. That's where the Franklin tree is? Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll make it there. I hope it's still we'll up. See. I don't think we've visited it since <laughs> the storm, or not consciously at least. So just to clarify, this is in fact a Civil War monument, not a Revolutionary oh, War monument. Okay. And I believe it may well be the same statues done by the ones that we saw at Old Calvary too. It looks, looks very a familiar, lot like that. Which that, that statue, that area in Old Calvary Cemetery, ha it's the only public park inside of a cemetery in New York City, apparently. Oh, and wow. it's a it's actually a little bit smaller than this. It's a very tiny <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting actually to kind of have you ever been out to old calvary cemetery no i'd be curious um to hear what you think at some point if you do make it out there um it's similar in a way where it has like really really beautiful old monuments and big graves and it, it's a really old cemetery and it's it's huge um not as big as greenwood i don't believe but um it's also so different in the way, like what we were just talking about, how Greenwood seems so engaged and involved. Old Calvary is sort of just there. Like it's... <laughs> Where it's, is it? Um, it's over near the Kosciuszko Bridge, or Kosciuszko, I never know how to say that. <laughs> um, so yeah, out like, like almost to sunny side. Okay. Yeah, it would cool. be a trip. Yeah, I saw your photos and I was like, okay, that we have to visit that at some point. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it feels like it, it's like related to Greenwood in a way. Oh, yeah. cool. But um, I don't think officially, but it just, it feels like it has a similar vibe. I think after this whole experience that we've had, like forever when we go visit another like country or city, I'm gonna seek out interesting cemeteries. Yeah. It seems to, in a way, it tells you a lot about what's happening yeah. in the area, right? Oh, Feel wow. free to suggest any direction that you want to walk in. I kind of want to see that um, <laughs> I want to go to Egypt. Yeah, <laughs> we were here a while ago with a friend and she was like, wow, I'm so glad to know that in this modern age, you can still get buried in a pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm excited to see. Do you know off, offhand who is buried in here? No, I don't know anything about it. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> We're going to learn together. <laughs> or we might not. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we'll find an interesting grave and try to research about it and can't find anything. Huh. Well, I guess, this, so this cemetery, there are a lot of well-known people, right? A but lot of what people? Well-known people. Yeah, yeah. But then there's also just people that had money at some point. Yeah. Or got lucky enough yeah. to be buried here. I get the sense that here there's a lot of people who were maybe well known at the time yeah. when oh, okay. they were, all, were alive but are not anymore. Gotcha. Yeah, so I kind of wish someone would produce, I mean, maybe we should be doing this, like a secondary map of like 
not the, the most important people here, according to the history books, but like really interesting yeah. stories. Because you don't, you're not no one and end up with this, <laughs> with this grave. I, yeah, I wouldn't, I would think that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe Parsons. Did something special. Van could, Ness Parsons. Could that be the Parsons? And isn't there like a Van Ness Boulevard? A in Van Ness does sound oh, familiar. Okay. Yeah, oh, Vanessa is a, is a famous street in San Francisco, but it's very possible mm. that that person's what is this person and they're just right. buried here, or like yeah. this is their child or yeah. parent or... It looks like there was some kind of crest over there that maybe came off. Behind this um, sphinx? Yeah. Or, yeah. Like that was definitely something that was nailed in there. And oh, so yeah. either it just like got dec it decayed and so they removed it, or maybe this person, it was discovered that they did something terrible, but like after they died and they were like, you know, we're taking down that, that badge of honor. You don't deserve the sun. <laughs> I mean, it looks like it was copper. It's also possible someone just stole it and right. stripped it. Uh, There's been a few places where we've seen like things that were copper on graves that have been stripped That are off. just not there. Look, there's, wow. there's pennies here. Oh. oh yeah. Huh. Also copper. <laughs> right. <laughs> And so the, the door seems to be copper too. Wow, that's a really nice door. Yeah. Apparently one of the reasons that this style of burial became really popular is because, oh, here's a whole corner. Um, <laughs> people were really fearful of being buried alive. Um, and so it was thought that if you're buried above ground, or I guess it's not buried, yeah. interred, um, you know, if you wake up, yeah. You can maybe you could get out. Escape. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, because you're in a house instead of yeah. Like, yeah. I'd yeah. be really curious to know if there are any cases of that happening. Yeah. I mean, we, we all know the Martha Washington story, right? I don't remember it. I think all I know is that they like moved her body at some point, and when they opened the casket, they found scratch marks no. on the inside. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. So. Yeah. It must not have been terribly uncommon. It was a to thing that think happened. People yeah. that were, yeah. Which doesn't really make a ton of sense to me. <laughs> right? <laughs> like how quickly were they like someone falls asleep and they're like, oh, must Get be dead. Get him in there. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like heartbeat. Don't you wait a heartbeat. couple days yeah. usually. Very strange. Yeah. I mean I guess before like embalming, it right. was it was probably a quicker process. In Judaism, right. they don't believe in embalming, so people get buried pretty much the next day. Oh, okay. Unless it's the Sabbath, I guess. Right. Um, but yeah, pretty strange. Yeah. This I'm so curious about these pennies. Yeah. Me too. Are they all heads up or? No. No, no most of them actually aren't. It looks like Mary and Joseph have the baby, right? And then they have the lamb. And then they had a pet sphinx that is very protective of Jesus. Uh-huh. And that one is really close, and I kind of feel like there's some relation. Yeah. Loving memory of our Herbert. Huh. Joshbed? Oh, you, in Hebrew, that would be pronounced Yocheved. Oh. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, they do seem like similar style at the... Yeah, and like it's facing, it's... Yeah. If that's right. not deliberate, then it's so strange to put something that ornate <laughs> so close to this one. For sure. Maybe it was like 
this person's biggest fan. Yeah. And they <laughs> for some, I have no reason to think this for sure, but it lo almost seems like maybe a monument to a child that passed away. Oh, maybe. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know what? Doesn't that say son of Eleanor and Argyle Parsons? It's not Herbert, Oh, but it's though. not Herbert. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant William. Oh, he was missing in action during World War II? Okay, so these are both their sons that were, that both died in the war. But then Herbert. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. I am very curious. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get more questions than answers yeah. at, at Greenwood Cemetery. <laughs> oh, and they're right next to the Saab. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, the car. there's another copper thing that looks like maybe there was a piece that got stolen. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how often that happens these days, or if most of those things were stolen before there was like overnight security kind of digital yeah. watching. And is copper but, even, is copper still that valuable? I don't really know. I yeah, think I it's no more idea. valuable than ever. So oh, okay. my guess is oh, that really? it's some somewhat recent. Like I think oh. it's within the last 20 years the copper has become like worth stripping. Oh, wow. Uh -huh. But Aren't I they might like be considering wrong. not? There's something with the penny where it's like the penny is worth more than a penny. Oh right, yeah, like to make it and yeah. something like that. So we were talking about famous people being buried here. Oh yeah. And uh, one of one of my last fact tricks in my bag <laughs> is that. They were having difficulty convincing people to come here to be buried. And uh, one of the reasons that the things turned around is they managed to get the remains of DeWitt Clinton, who is at the time was considered the, the father of the Erie Canal. He was the mayor of New York City, and he was a senator for the state of New York. They had his remains moved here, and then it became very fashionable to be buried in this area. I've seen that, that grave and I never knew that he was moved here. Yeah. Here's another Halsey, another, oh, and yeah. Sumner. Robert oh, look, Halsey. that one has some like, are those dogs on the outside of it facing the? Oh, I think they oh, are. Oh, yeah. They're like um, whippets or something. Yeah. Ital what are they called? Like Italian? There's some like smaller version of a whippet. That's like an Italian greyhound maybe? Oh, like the really, those, is that what those little small ones are? Yeah, where it They're looks cute. like you can just like grab their legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love when they're sort of in this state of falling apart where it's like nothing's really broken but you can tell it's been here for such a long time because yeah. everything's just like the dogs 
probably had faces. Yeah, yeah it seems like think. ears. Yeah. But you can still tell what they are. They're just like, it's almost like an abstract version or something now. And there's some sure. copper wire sticking out. Oh. Yeah. Huh. So now that you've had a lot of time wandering around graveyards, have either of you considered how you would like your final remains to be handled? And has it changed since this experience? I feel like jokingly walking around, I'm always like coming up with ideas, but I definitely want to be cremated. I still think this is all pretty silly. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's strange because sometimes you come across like very recent graves and it's weird that it's such a park and also that people are still buried here. It just seems so extravagant. Mm. Um, but you know, that's what people did for a long time. So it makes sense that people still want to do it. Yeah. yeah. The tradition of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're coming up on the main entrance, which is quite grand. It's so beautiful. Do you guys know about the parakeets here? I've seen them a couple times. I hope we see some today. We'll definitely hear them, I think, if we get closer. Can you, you tell us a little bit about the them? Parakeet? I don't know much. Yeah, so there are these bright green parakeets. Hopefully we'll see some. Okay. Um, and the reason they were, they were brought here, because they keep the pigeons away. Oh. <laughs> and pigeon poop degrades marble. So they don't want pigeons pooping on all of the, the marble. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do you know what about the pigeon poop? Like, is no, I have not researched that. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, but once I read that, I realized it's really rare to see pigeons in here. Yeah. Um, except occasionally on like the very out, like outer rims, you might see them, but there really aren't many pigeons here. How do the parakeets keep the pigeons away? I don't know. Maybe they hunt them or something. Maybe I don't know. They have a very loud shriek. Okay. So they're, maybe they just scare them. Maybe, yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, and they tend to be in packs. Like if you encounter them around the cemetery, there's usually like three or five of them at least. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, oh, here's Quentin. Oh, oh here he is. Patrick really knows his way around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, I was trying to remember where the the art thing we were trying to find is. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's somewhere... It's on a hill. Here. It's either like over there or... Up... Is it that? It might be that one, yeah. Yeah, it it's right like there. It could be. I almost wonder why we don't have more of these parrots just all over the city. Well, like, they're... the pigeons are such yeah. a nuisance. It's true. My friend uh, who lives on Long Island came on a walk with me here a few months ago and we could hear the pigeons and she, uh, the parakeets. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, are those parakeets? And I was like, yeah, how do you know? She's like, they're an invasive species in my neighborhood. Oh. Apparently they like escaped from a truck or something where they were being transported and have taken over her neighborhood. And it's really controversial. Oh no. Because <laughs> um, they, must deter they must keep away more than just pigeons. Yeah. Um, and people in her neighborhood are quite upset about it and like dismantle their nests. Oh no. In hopes that they will. Uh, Move on. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
and so, but she, my friend really likes them yeah. and is sad about them doing that, which I, I would be too. They're really pretty, but yeah. it's such a weird concept, the invasive species when it's something that seems so lovely. It's really interesting. I mean, I think about that with plants a lot too, because um, I know there's so much work done to keep invasive species at bay and yeah. some of them like seem really bad and yeah. annoying but then other plants are so beautiful and you're like well don't we why not just let that grow yeah <laughs> but i understand there's a whole ecology <laughs> yeah <laughs> so this is the guy that we were talking about but this that's is like right. who started the popularity of coming here that's my understanding Interesting. And so I guess before before he was moved here, it was more popular, you said, to just be buried like in your farm or in your church? In your churchyard, kind of okay. like Trinity Church has all the graves yeah. there. That was, yeah. I guess when people were more spread out and not dealing with as many people dying in, at once, maybe? Uh, perhaps, I mean, I think that- or it was just popular. You know death traditions are probably some of the most conservative ossified you know whatever your traditions are you're probably going to want whatever it is right so it takes a long time for things to change right one cemetery that i've always been really intrigued by in manhattan is it's on like 20 first street maybe between 6th and 7th, 7th oh. and 8th, and it's tiny. Huh. Um, and it appears to be a Jewish cemetery, and it's in the middle of so much hustle and bustle. Yeah. Um, and it's just there, kind of falling apart. Wow. But it's really nice, and you can't go in, but there are, there's a gate that you can look through. Yeah, you don't, or I don't often think of cemeteries being in Manhattan. Is this the, no. Joseph Beers. This is another great view up here too. Some of the graves have these perpetual care. Oh yeah. Signs, I don't know that much about it, but. We saw those also at a couple other cemeteries and I think, I think it basically is what it sounds like like it means that yeah. someone will come and like tend to the gravesite forever yeah um and it i'm curious i don't really know like why some get that treatment and some others don't yeah it must be money i think so yeah in the <laughs> spring we noticed that some graves got fresh like tulips and other flowers planted even though they'd been dead for a really long a time. really long time yeah. yeah like so that might have been one of the levels you could pay for like probably they will plant flowers there yeah every it's year a, it's kind of an interesting like concept i think to think about that like yeah if i if i paid for perpetual care would they still like they should still be doing it in year yeah. four thousand yeah but like <laughs> especially if i don't have any kids or something like how would I know. Yeah. <laughs> or like what, what would hold them accountable at that yeah. point? <laughs> yeah. And there's the, there's the art piece, which I think we both thought it was a much bigger, I think we both thought, were pointing at that. Oh, this um, is. But it's this little one, yeah. Oh, wow. 
So yeah, Mike was telling me about it on our way over here. I guess um, she set it up as a spot where people can write their deepest, darkest secrets. And then she comes by occasionally and burns them. Yeah, yeah, there's a slot at the bottom of the piece. The last time we looked at it, it was like busting full with wow. papers. It looks like now you could probably squeeze something in there. Yeah. Does anybody have just, paper? I was just going to ask. I only have our map. Oh, we can't <laughs> Oh my that. gosh, that's not, that's not an option. I don't have a pen either. Yeah. We'll have to come back. Yeah. I'll just I mean, write we'll a note on my week. phone and put my phone in there. <laughs> can I, where can I text my uh, secret to? <laughs> you can hear the, the parakeets. I wonder if they're nearby. I did oh, hear well, them. You can see their nests at the top of the, the main entrance gate, although it's kind of there's a lot of trees in the way now, but at the very top, there's a huge nest. It's kind of hard to in tell. In the tree there? No, past the tree. So the oh. gate itself. Oh, in the gate itself. Yeah, on the very top. Oh my gosh, can, I thought yeah. that was part of the gate. Like I thought that was part of the sculpture. <laughs> no, oh that's a gosh. huge nest. That's yeah. amazing. And there are a few of them there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I hope we get to see some. Yeah. I do hear them. Occasionally we hear them by our house, but I never see them. I really like this, the idea of this art piece, because it, I don't know, I didn't grow up doing confession because I wasn't Catholic, but... Oh, I didn't even think about that part of it. That's what it <laughs> reminds me of, of like going to confess your sins. But then I guess if you do that in the Catholic religion, like if you, they usually tell you, okay, now say this many Hail Marys or this many, uh, Mike's not filling in for me, but um, <laughs> whatever other prayer that you're supposed to say to like absolve yourself. And Hail then Marys and Our Fathers usually. Oh, and Our Father. Or yeah. a, okay. Um, but then this is really interesting because it's kind of like you're absolved, like she's taking care of it for you. There's no like... Well, you know what's really interesting to like, me? That you seem to conflate secrets with sins. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's a, yeah, I'm sure for a that's lot... That's a good point. It might, yeah, that's really interesting. How did you think of I it? I feel like the first thing I think of, I go to like my childhood and be like, I have a huge crush on this person. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I like that. Okay, I'm actually really glad that we're having this conversation because I was thinking, like, what's the worst thing I've ever done? Like, I'm trying to think, like, what am I going to write down for later in the week? But this is actually much more fun. What did you think, Patrick? Uh, Evil or good? (laughs) I don't know. I guess, like, both. To be honest, I haven't thought about it that much. Yeah, secret or something embarrassing, maybe. I feel like more and more people have secrets that are even from themselves. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of the times when I think about secrets that people have, they spend a lot of the time like lying to themselves about it. And so it seems hard to believe that they would really be able to like write it down and put it in this thing. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that. It's like, yeah. That would be kind of amazing if somehow she had like a 
magical like aura in that that when you get close to it you like you just know <laughs> in that moment and are able to write it but yeah that's uh that does seem to be the common secret yeah the secret that you don't even know yourself yeah. when we were walking here i was thinking about it and i thought well I guess when I think of a secret that would have to be burned that would go with me, it would have to be something that I wouldn't tell Jesse, because I would tell her everything else. So then I guess inherently I would think of it as something that is uh, a problem, you know? I feel like there are things even that, that maybe you forget about. Like every now and then I remember something that's like either traumatic or just weird that I've like, I've forced myself to forget about. Mm. Um, and those are kind of secrets too. Yeah. Where it's not like a fact about me or a thing I did, it's like an experience or something. Or, right. Or feeling. Is that a successful secret or a failed secret? I don't know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, there, I mean, multiple people can also share a secret. Like I. I think maybe one of the things that would be nice for me is if like if someone told me something in confidence like that was only for me to know and no one else it's so hard then to not repeat something like that so this would be a really great outlet for something like that like if you found out something about I don't know your family or something yeah. you know and Maybe you work in politics. Yeah, or if you work in politics <laughs> and you know you can't repeat it, you just, just bring it here and <laughs> you can still get it out. Yeah. Well, now we're um, definitely going to have to come back and put one in there. I know. We have to think about it. Let's go Let's down um, to the chapel. Yeah, okay. How should we get down? I'm like, we're at the top of the hill. I almost feel like I we're guess, trapped up I here. I guess this way and around? <laughs> Is that the... Either one. I think we can go this way. Do oh, okay. you want to go to the chapel or the gate? I just want to get closer. Yeah. The chapel was uh, made by the same firm that did Grand Central. Oh. And it was com both were completed in the same year. Oh, wow. We were here in October. I mean, we were here every month, but um, <laughs> they did, there was an artist who did a, an altar for, um, I'm, I hope I say this correctly, Dia de los Muertos. Okay. Patrick, yeah. did I get it wrong? He always points out I when I say that it. wrong. <laughs> Patrick, Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, there was an altar in there, and people could come leave, um, like objects and light candles. And it was really beautiful. Wow. Did you bring anything to that? I didn't. Or did no, you I come and observe. I yeah, I just came and looked. I wasn't sure if we would go in, if it was going to be crowded, which it was a little bit crowded. Yeah. So I just peeked my head in. <laughs> what I remember more than the altar actually was there was a little boy outside in a werewolf costume because it was also Halloween. <laughs> um, and his mom was taking photos of him on the steps of the cathedral and he oh kept saying, and then we're going to get more candy, right? Oh. Right? <laughs> That's cute. This must have been such a weird year for kids. Yeah. In the early in the pandemic and all summer, we would see loads of families here with their kids. Yeah. 
I guess that's one one good thing like if we want to look at silver linings about this whole experience and uh-huh. it's got, I feel like it's gotten people outside more and yeah exploring like local green areas yeah Um, we came here once for the Into the Vale program. Uh-huh. You... I've seen I've seen it on their like email newsletter, but yeah. I've never come. No. It was really cool. It sounded very similar to what you were talking about, the angels and um, accordions. Yeah. <laughs> Where, but it was like multiple different types of instruments oh okay um and i'm remembering it right now because there was there's someone some performing right around here oh, on wow. this path really yeah. quietly and then in the chapel there were i think 14 violinists wow and it was dimly like candlelight and it was just so a similar experience where you would walk around and like listen for music uh-huh. and that was probably one of my favorite events I've been to in New York, yeah. I think. Yeah. I, yeah, I'd say the same about the angels in it. Oh, there they are, yeah. So many of them. Yeah. Wow. You'd say the same about the angels and accordions? Yeah, it was so lovely. <laughs> and I was still pretty new to living in the city. I was a student. Yeah. Um, and it just felt like art was everywhere, even in a cemetery. Yeah. I loved that. I think um, there's something to be said about that. Even, even if you are like new and still kind of excited to things, to be able to impress people enough that they're still thinking about it years later and yeah. still holding it up as like one of the best events. That's, yeah. And I found out about it because someone I knew was was dancing in it. That was the only reason I found out about it. Oh, cool. And came, which was See cool. this koi truck? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. There's an amazing koi pond through there. In the... Is it a mausoleum there or is that like a library or something? I think it's a mausoleum. It is a mausoleum. Yeah. yeah I mean, that makes more sense. <laughs> Um, up to you guys if you want to see that today, or you can come back another day. Yeah. Whichever. Yeah, we could circle around to the koi pond. That sounds really cool. It's so nice. <laughs> this is beautiful, too. This, like, looks like beach grass. Yeah. Wow. Is this uh, part of the chapel or is that someone's crypt? I think this is a crypt or a mausoleum. I, but from the one that we went into, it was like really deep. Yeah. And there were like many rooms and each room had like walls full of, uh, I don't know what you call them. People. But look, you can see some like stained glass shining through yeah, onto the wall so there. Yeah, that's beautiful. I think it's over here. It's
yeah. Oh, there's another artwork over there, that sculpture. The copper one? I can't tell if that's what I think it is. Let's check it out. I like these fronds too. Yeah. I love how wild the cemetery feels in some areas. Right. Yeah, it feels like we're really on like an exploration. Yeah. That's one of the things that we first like came to love about the cemetery was how you could really feel like you're not in a city at all in some areas where it gets really wild and dense on some of the back, back trails. That's kind of uh, a nice balance to then going up on the top of the hill and you're like, yeah, it is kind of like hiking, but then you get the view of the skyline. Yeah. Oh, that is a grave. I feel like I've never noticed that one. Oh, wow. I've definitely walked over here. You were asking about events before and I totally forgot about Rooftop Film Festival. Which right. I, I had mentioned, but that was one of my favorite things that happens here every year. Are they still doing it now too? No, they're not. Oh. They're not doing anything in person, but it's usually oh. right up on this. Oh, cool. Uh, path that they set up. That sounds really fun. Wow, that's really cool. Who is this person? Um, oh, the Webbers. It's a fun way to do it. Yeah. I like how the names look like they're melting. Yeah. It's like surrealism. And then this nice angel. And some kind of frond wrapped around it. Yeah, I wonder what that is. Yeah, I mean, that really is like a great valley situation behind us here. Oh, wow. It is amazing. I mean, there's something about all this sculpture and like knowing that there's all these people here. There's something it, like gets my mind going for like what like what could we do here or like what can what am I going to do next or I don't know it like gets the inspiration part of the mind really cranking up yeah for me I love do how you, you can approach something and be like is this art or a grave and right. it's like it's both it's both <laughs> yeah. yeah um should we go up to the koi pond yeah sure. oh yeah yeah I forgot we've seen some groundhogs here which is exciting oh really yeah Cute. Yeah. Are there a lot of other animals, um, because this this is sort of an area where animals feel safe, that you see yeah. in your neighborhood too? Oh, maybe. Last summer I saw a gigantic praying mantis on our street. Wow. And I thought this probably wouldn't happen if we didn't live so close to these large green spaces. Yeah. This is one of the main stops that the migratory birds take. 
in the cemetery? Yeah, because there isn't that much green space in New York City. Mm. So this is one of the places that they stopped for a while. So what kind, so is it like many, many different species of birds or are there any in particular that are stopping here? I definitely don't know enough about birds, but okay. the bird watchers seem to flock here. Oh yeah. So there's definitely something interesting going on. <laughs> Oh my gosh, they're so big. We've seen some herons and egrets. Oh wow. Yeah, sometimes like stalking the fish over here. Do you think they get them sometimes? I don't know. Oh look, those are uh, fly, what are, you, what are those? Plants called pitcher plants. Pitcher plants, yeah. That it's a carnivorous plant. Carnivorous plant. Oh, really? Yeah. And they eat. They eat insects. Yeah. They, they look eat. like they're kind of drying up now. Yeah, they're shaking. I like now that you've said they're carnivorous. I'm like, are they a lot? Are they, like, <laughs> are they hungry? <laughs> or it's probably just the wind. <laughs> wow, these fish are so beautiful. Yeah. I don't know the significance of koi fish, do I, any of you? I don't know. They're always sort of related to like tranquil spaces, but other than that, I don't know anything. Yeah. A little while ago, I read about one of the security guards at the Met who, while the museum was closed, had the job of feeding the koi fish because there's a koi pond in the Met Museum. Oh, is it up in that, the Japanese area? Maybe there's I think like an so. Outdoor. And so that's I don't know if it's Japanese or Chinese. There's one oh, okay. little room that has like a recreation of some sort of little temple. Oh, I nice. don't know which one it is. Um, that sounds like a nice job to have. Yeah. <laughs> during this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not have to deal with any people for a little while <laughs> and just feed the fish. Yeah. I don't want to get in the way, but I kind of want to take that path. Oh, the path with the, where the guy's cleaning? Yeah. Yeah, we, I think we can do it. These vines are amazing. Yeah. In the summer, is it covered in greenery here? Oh, or yeah, do they it's stay? so gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Look at these. These are popping probably early. Oh, wow. Yeah, are oh, those wow. cherry blossoms? It looks like it. Oh, yeah, autumn. Oh, it says autumn blooming. Huh. So they're actually late. Interesting. Hmm. So when you are thinking about going for a walk in any given day, uh -huh. do you weigh the option of going to Prospect Park or is it at this point pretty much always a cemetery walk? We've been going to the park more often now 
I think because in the spring and summer, Prospect Park was really crowded, mm. and so it wasn't so enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And so the cemetery was the obvious choice because it was pretty much empty, although it got more crowded than we were used to. Right. Um, so we've been going to the park more often recently just because we hadn't we haven't been there so much um yeah and and the time of day is kind of switching things up where we um because it gets dark late we have to take our walk in the middle of the day but because of work we don't have as much time right so we've been doing more kind of boring neighborhood walks just Just, on the streets yeah, yeah, just to get our That's nice too though. Our outside time. <laughs> yeah. In like July and August when wearing a mask was very hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh this was one of the only places where it felt like you could be like a hundred yards from anyone for like half an hour. Right. Yeah. And so, so you, you could be maskless for yeah. a little while. Yeah, you could come in and just like go to the middle and walk around without a mask and not see anyone. Right. Yeah, that's a that. that was a nice experience. I think, I can't remember where we were walking in July and August, but I mean, some places it was like, had to be masked for sure the whole time. But then occasionally, yeah, you'd get to like a very deserted area. And it's, I wonder how long we'll remember those little sensations. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was such a relief to take my mask off when it was so hot and feel fresh air on my face. Yeah, but feel still like safe and remote. Yeah. This well, we'll remember it now that we have this video. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's part of the point. <laughs> Maybe we should talk our secrets into the camera and then burn the footage. <laughs> and just burn the camera, like yeah. Patrick was saying. Just drop, <laughs> drop all our technology. <laughs> There's the beehives. Oh, over there. Oh, yeah. Cool. Up on the hill. Where is it? On those boxes up there? Oh, yeah. They kind of blend in. Yeah. They look like they could be gravestones. They do, yeah. Have either of you ever done any beekeeping? I have not, no. Me neither. (laughs) I'd be pretty scared. I think me too, yeah. (laughs) But maybe it's pretty liberating if you're like really suited up and you know that they can't get you. They can't get you? Yeah, I've never been stung, so I'm like especially afraid of it. Yeah. Because I don't know what it's like. Yeah, and I guess you don't know if you're allergic. Yeah. yeah well, I do cool. know actually because I've been, I got like a master allergy test for everything under the sun. Okay. Because I was having a weird oh, allergic I reaction. Oh, I drone. I thought it was a bee. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so you did get tested. Yeah, so, so I think that would have shown up on the okay. test. Unless they didn't test me for it because I would know that I got stung. But yeah, I think... That feels like reason that to believe like a I'm thing not. That they would test yeah. 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 It turned out I was allergic to shrimp, cockroaches, and dust mites. Oh my gosh. Which are all in the same family. Cockroaches and shrimp and yeah. dust mites. Yeah. Oh, that makes me reconsider eating shrimp. I know. Fortunately, I don't have to consider it because I'm allergic to it. Yeah. <laughs> Can you eat other shellfish and just not shrimp? I don't know. I grew up keeping kosher. Oh, okay. So, so I never tried. Anyway. Yeah, I think by now I probably would have tried. Yeah. Had I not been tested. But now you know you're allergic. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we went to a wedding once in Cape Cod. 
And before going there, I was like preemptively jealous that everyone was going to be eating all this shellfish and I couldn't partake. Yeah. And then when we were at the wedding and everyone around me was eating it, I was so grossed out. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because they look like bugs. Yeah. It and now so we know gross. they are related to yeah. cockroach. <laughs> yeah. I grew up eating it a lot, so I'm like so over the fact that they look like bugs, but um, I can understand that completely. <laughs> I would love to be less squirmish about it, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how really this rivals any park experience, which oh, yeah. is not something that I would say I didn't know. I definitely knew, but I think it's something that definitely growing up you know, like we were talking about at the top, it, it, the, the stigma or just the connotations about what a graveyard is, or what a cemetery is. Uh, yeah. But you could come here and have just as nice a time. Yeah. Oh. If not like more, you know, there's so many compelling statues, you know, yeah. in the form of gravestones. I was saying before how in the summer, a lot of people were here with their kids. And I wonder if those kids are gonna grow up like being into cemeteries. Yeah, yeah, probably In the so. summer, these rocks are, usually have turtles on them. Oh. Uh -huh. Yeah, and all of this, there's milkweed, so they attract the monarch butterflies and caterpillars. Oh, that's so nice. So if we had to, five minutes from here, where would be a spot you would want to take us to? Is there like one, either a famous grave or a statue that you could think of? Are we kind of close to the soda fountain? Okay. Yeah. Should we do that one? Sure. Unless you have a, another idea? No. All right, okay. let's lead the way. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one lost her head. Uh huh. Yeah, I think my, um, I don't, I can't really think of any times that I spent in cemeteries growing up. I know the, the only memory I really have is that I was on the track team and we would run to the cemetery and loop around it and back and it was a six mile run oh, and wow. I like hated running <laughs> long distance. Um, so by the time I get to the cemetery, I'd be like, just leave me here. <laughs> Um, so but this, I believe this is on the map, but this person, uh, I think invented the like soda fountain as we know it. Oh, wow. Today. And I once watched a video about this, so I can maybe point out some details, but uh, there's a view on, on the ceiling that I guess this person is supposed to be observing, but it's supposed to be like different areas of this person's interests. Um, so I guess that one is like a love of nature. There's a bear over there. Okay. And I guess there's another bear over here. Oh yeah. It looks like maybe an anchor. Oh yeah. Unless it's, yeah. And the cemetery has some great videos on their Instagram where they like go into detail on a certain, on a certain grave. And this is one of them. So he invented like the soda fountain as in like, like where you just where you'd go to get like an ice cream or. I think so. Yeah. Where they have like multiple sodas coming out. Yeah. I think that's what that means. I've always believed that soda fountain or fountain soda is way better than bottled soda. 
I've never been a soda drinker. I don't like carbonated drinks. It's interesting how some of the details are like really still very clear because they're sheltered. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like on the inside there, the grapes and the... Yeah, and that, there's like a deer head up there. And actually when it rains, water comes out of these gargoyles' mouths. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. How does it get in there? I guess there must be some sort of gutter system from the top. So it rains down from the top and then it shoots out through the gargoyles. Yeah, like a tiny little stream. That's so cool. Yeah. What a good design. Yeah. I wonder, as someone who designed a soda fountain, I wonder how much of that, like, he was involved in. That's so funny. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> and, like, if it had happened today, like, would they have made some sort of, like, carbonated tube, like a soda stream, so that it shoots out <laughs> carbonated rainwater? Uh-huh. All right, well, I think that's a good place to stop the recorded portion of our walking around. Okay. Yeah. Thanks so much, you two, for joining us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you remember the high five. That's right. We've got to sync the audio by high fiving. <laughs> that was our plan. All right. Um, I guess we'll do that before we did the bridge. This yeah, one. this one we'll do this. Right. One, one, two, two three. three. That was kind of. Yeah, that was a little more. Okay. okay. One, two, Okay, are we doing it on three or right after three? I don't know. One, two, three, slap. Okay. Oh, maybe, okay. One, One two, two, three. three. Oh, All right. That was good. My hand hurts too. All right, well, that was our visit to Greenwood Cemetery with JP and Patrick. I hope everyone enjoyed it as much as we did. Yeah, I had a great time. I hope you did too. Hope you stick around uh, for some more content. If you like this, please hit the like, do the subscribing. Uh, we appreciate it. It's, it's really great to be able to have people that are engaged and excited as much as we are about doing this. Yeah, it makes it really fun for us. I mean, it's been fun from the beginning, and it's even if no one was watching, I'm sure we'd be having a fun time. But, you know, being able to share this with our community that we already had and also being able to create a new community around this project has been really, really, really fun. Yeah. Exciting. Absolutely. So until next time, take care for now. Bye. Bye.